Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And joining us today is a good friend of ours. She's a very funny improviser. She's a very funny comedian. Uh, she's very, very excited to join us today. Everybody, please give a warm round of applause from your phones to Sarah White. Hello, everyone. Please don't clap in your car. Yeah, that's pl- terrifying. Yeah, keep keep your hands on the steering wheel. Clap, clap with your mind. Clap. With- mind claps. Mind claps for Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, how you doing today? I'm actually pretty good. I'm I I've been battling a little bit of a voice issue, but hopefully I don't sound too crazy. I'm back to my uh, stepped on tail squirrel voice self, and um, hopefully that'll it'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it'll stay intact for the entire show. Hopefully. 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 Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. It's very ha- we're very happy to have you here. Absolutely, I'm yeah. I'm so honored to be here. I've yeah. been so excited. Yeah, you were just telling us that you were listening to a whole bunch of our previous episodes, and yes, I um I'm a huge uh, loser, basically, <laughs> and I like to over prep for things. Uh-huh. So I was like, I was actually really nervous. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be funny. Like, I don't know if I could be funny at a kitchen table. You know, like. <laughs> I just, I don't know about that. And um, so I was like, oh, I should just definitely prep by psyching myself out and listening mm-hmm. to all of my funny friends do this before me. <laughs> and uh, my friends are super talented. And we'll see. But we'll see what comes out. We have a lot of confidence in you. We, we've been saying for weeks now that this was an episode that we were both very yes. excited to record. So <laughs> That's very, very humbling. Thank you. <laughs> no thank problem. You, thank you. Thank you. No I, problem. I have been super excited. Um, I had to explain to my mom what a podcast was. Oh, interesting. She, she was like, well, how do I listen to it? Is it on the radio? Is it live? <laughs> what station do I put it well, to? How do I, how do I tune the radio to it? <laughs> Is like, it AM or FM? She's, she's, she's a, she's decent with computers, but sometimes when I throw out a new word like podcast, she's <laughs> so, like, browser for a loop. And she's like, is it on the gramophone? Like, just like, she goes completely backwards, and it's it's great. Do I need the big horn to hear it? I don't know about this, Sarah. Is it going to be on the internet forever? Yeah, uh, yeah yes. It yes. will be on the internet forever. Uh, my voice will be on the internet forever, making up stories with people. I yeah. think that yeah. it's not the most controversial thing I've done. We've so. got 22 episodes already that... That are of our voice on the internet telling dumb shit. So the thing is, is that she's great because she likes to. She does things like I do. So she hears a new thing. She needs to research it. Mm-hmm. So then she was sending me like podcast facts all day. Like, <laughs> did you know podcasts have been around since? And I call them mom fun facts. And she just sends me these little mom fun facts all day about podcasts. I was like, great. She's like, I think you should do a podcast. And I'm like. It's literally what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a podcast. And she's like, no, but like you a lot of own. them. So I was like, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> well, we're very happy to be your first podcast foray. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy it. So, uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's get started. So for Sarah and for people who may be joining us for the first time, what we do in the first half of the episode here is uh, we'll go to the subreddit on Reddit called Not The Onion, which has headlines and stories that you would think would be on the onion because they're so crazy and ridiculous, but they're actually real. So we're gonna go through some of these headlines, we're gonna pick a few that we like, and then we'll choose one to tell the story behind. So Lynn, what do you got for us today? All right. Um, How are we looking on not the onion this week? It's it's a little dicey, I'd say. A little dicey. A little dicey. Okay. Um, okay, so a cruise self-driving car got a traffic ticket. GM says it did nothing wrong. Okay. 
So GM is just absolving themselves of responsibility They're for the fact like, that they built it. Yeah, basically, I don't know what it did. I don't know what it did, but I got a traffic ticket, and then GM was like, "Nah." According to GM, it didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Just, GM was like, "I'm the law." <laughs> so we we make cars, and we also tell the law on the cars. <laughs> Self driving cars really freak me out, but I'm I'm into making like that mm. sounds like a fun thing. Mm. Yeah, but I don't I don't I'm I too. would never get in one. No, I would. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that kind of like fearless belly like thing where I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 I'll totally do that. And then I yeah. get in and I'm like, this might be where I die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. It's the same feeling of like getting on stage and not knowing what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that same feeling of, mm-hmm. oh no, what's going to happen? <laughs> like that feeling in your stomach is. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. What makes me a terrible decision maker? <laughs> What's next? What do you got um, next? This is always fun trying to comb through and find find mm-hmm. funny ones. Okay, this is a funny one, but I don't know how to pronounce that city name. Let me see. Le- Ludwig Schaff- Ludwig Ludwig's ha- Ludwig's Haven. Ludwig's-, Ludwig- Ludwig's Haven. I don't know. Yeah. Ludwig's Haven police officer helps clueless boyfriend end relationship. Wow, what? that one's juicy. That one, that one's interesting. <laughs> I was in when we couldn't announce the name, but yeah, no, I'm. That's super fun. That's that could be a fun, a fun one. So let's find one more. But I feel like the Ludwig's Haven is is number one right now. Let's see if we can find something to top it. Iowa Iowa man wins lawsuit over calling his hometown stinky. Well, Lynn, you've laid out a table of crap for us. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. And crap in a good way. Like, crap nuggets are great. Yeah. Um, do we do we upset Sweden? Do we upset Iowa? Or do we upset uh, GM? GM? I have a feeling that no matter what we do, we'll probably pull the other elements into it. Yeah. And by we, I mean me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. Hey, um, that's fine. I like to blow up worlds together. But I, I think that we should go with the clueless boyfriend. I mean, mm-hmm. Evan's outnumbered. That's super fun. It's always fun. It's there always fun. Yeah. Last two guest episode, this episode and the previous guest episode with Elizabeth Wiggins, I've been outnumbered. So yes. let's and keep it going. He's like my, my yeah. life partner. Yeah. So, I mean, it probably is going to be a similar feel. Probably. Only hers is a little smarter. <laughs> mine's, <laughs> mine's like the, the not so smart version. <laughs> We did talk about Shakespeare's birthday because the episode the episode came out on Shakespeare's birthday. So I don't even know when that is. It's April twenty third. <laughs> I didn't know it. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. These yes. are the these are the fact nuggets you'll get from Wiggy. Yep. <laughs> I have zero of those. <laughs> Your mom doesn't have those fact nuggets. She does. She I does. just don't remember them. That's the problem. <laughs> she has those nuggets. All right. I think we should go with Clueless Boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Boyfriend? I think so. So, in the town of Ludwigshaven, the police there are very, very knowledgeable. They're knowledgeable in public policy. They're knowledgeable in, you know, working with their community. But one of the things they're also very knowledgeable in is relationships. Because they created Tinder. They did, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Tinder originated from Ludwigshaven, which is in, which is in Sweden, of mm. course. Yeah. Sweden, yeah. Sweden, the Swedes know all about dating. And casual hookups and everything like that. The Swedes were bored because no one's mad at the Swedes. So, like, yeah. they were like, oh, I have an idea. Let's start this uh, judgment app <laughs> and we'll just blow up the world with it. 
it's it's funny actually. You mentioned Judgment app. The the original logo for Tinder was actually a gavel, mm-hmm. but then but then they changed it because it that seemed a little too intense for <laughs> for an app logo. The original name was Judgment Day. It was uh, yeah. D-Day. Yeah. <laughs> D-Day. Yeah. D-Day. 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 There you go. That's D-Day. It. They were like D-Day. Wait, no. no. Wait, no. no, no. Definitely not. No. Definitely not D-Day. <laughs> Whoops. Thanks to our marketing. <laughs> Bob and marketing. <laughs> Bob and marketing in Sweden was just was just sitting there like, I don't know what, what to what to do with this. It's, like it's a new dating that. app. Where do we push it out to? Yes. <laughs> Who do we push it out to? What's the logo? What's the name? <laughs> Why? Why? Swedes. The Swedes all have that like <laughs> they all have that just up like, and down. Yep, they're just like a wave pool. Their <laughs> voices wave are like pool a wave. Of voices. <laughs> Sweden is very loud. Yes. And very terrible to be in. But also very good at relationships. Which, very great. At relationships. Yes, because because actually the stats came in from their initial run of Tinder or D Days it was originally called, and a hundred percent of the matches that they had in their initial like beta run of like 500 people hmm. turned out to lead to marriages like everybody that matched up on tinder ended up getting married so they figured something's going right we could apply this to not just this tinder app but to other places like the public work system because <laughs> <laughs> you know you never know when a cop's gonna need to intervene in a situation that could involve a relationship mm-hmm. he shows up at a traffic stop mm-hmm. turns out a couple was fighting. Mm-hmm. That just comes in handy. Yeah, that's the cops' backup plan. They're all marriage counselors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 funny. There's that like the Swedes were actually first in this, and the U.S. has started to adopt this as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Swedes started it, and the, I mean, in the U.S., we'll see now in a traffic stop, you'll hear a cop come up to the window. If you're arguing with your significant other, it'll just be, like, "Yeah, uh, you guys fighting? Everything all right?" Oh yes, officer. Yes. You uh, you need to talk about something. Uh, yes, uh, I believe that he is judging me with his eyes. Well, uh, well, son, I'm gonna tell you something right now. You don't, uh, you don't judge that woman. You hear? You hear that? You hear that, Tony? You don't judge me with your eyes. You just, you, you be kind to this woman. You know she. I was looking at the road. <laughs> hey, you should be looking at the road, but you should also be looking at her. At the same time. Into your future. <laughs> Into your future. God, I don't know about that. You gotta split your time wisely, son. I don't, but. What if I get in a car accident? Exactly. I mean, this is you can see how it will get <laughs> yeah. out of control. Yeah, but but th- that's because the U.S. was sloppy in implementing it. The Swedes, go figure. They knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They they rolled free health care, free education, yep. free marriage counseling at From every traffic stop. Yep. So so eventually, it turned into a situation where this was being used on a wider scale, not just at traffic stops, but you know, if there were domestic disturbances that happened, they were able to intervene and you know sit down. Have these couples sit down and have a, a real intense therapy session. You know, they bust down the door. What's going on in here? Sit down on the couch. Let's talk about this. And would just sit and talk for hours and just hash it out. It's it's It was amazing, the statistics that came in. Again, the Swedes all about statistics and yeah. relationships. All 100% of cops that intervened on a domestic disturbance, they ended up getting those couples back together and in healthy relationships. I mean, you really have to commend the Swedes. You really do. You really have to. I mean, beautiful, beautiful people, beautiful children, beautiful relationships. Yes, beautiful. It's just everything about them is beautiful. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. The landscapes, gorgeous. Unbelievable. The food, beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, they in Sweden they don't eat food; they look at it, and then it's just like they feel satisfied. They just sit and stare longingly and lovingly at it. Just mm-hmm. <sighs> like when the cronut hit Sweden, they just stared at cronuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, and they sent them all to America, and we ate them. The mm-hmm. crowds outside the stores were just standing there, <sighs> and then walk away. Yep, that's all they needed to do. They didn't need to eat it to know how beautiful it was. But we're here to talk about one individual. Thing. We are, yes. This, this individual's name was uh, was Tomas. Tomas. Tomas, yes. Spelled like Thomas. Yes. But we're in Sweden. We're so in Sweden, so that's, Tomas. that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Tomas, uh, Tomas had a hard time with relationships he, all throughout his life. Uh, Tomas was always the guy that whenever he was in a relationship, he, he didn't know how to exactly handle the basic things. Mm-hmm. You know, when they went out to dinner, he wouldn't pull out the chair for a girl so that she could sit down. He wouldn't hold the door open for a lady when they were walking in or out of somewhere. He just, it, those things didn't come to him naturally. And that led to a lot of a lot of problems with his significant others in terms of just like, you don't know what you're doing. And he's just he just was thinking to himself, you're right. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. There's nobody here to help me. I'm just, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Um, until one day... Um, he was he was in this relationship with this woman. Her name was her name was Melinda. Melinda and Tomas had been together for six weeks or so, and Tomas again was failing at every step. Their their latest dinner, they went to this seafood restaurant, and of course you know at seafood restaurants you got to put on the bib because whenever you eat fresh lobster or anything like that, it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get real messy. So if you're not you know protecting yourself and if you're not making sure you're significant others protected, you can get burned by like hot liquid from a from a lobster claw. Some butter. Some butter, yes. When he got there, he put his bib on and he just started eating. Oh, Tomas. Tomas. Couldn't even wait. He couldn't even wait for Melinda Mm-mm. to no. get her to get her drink order even. I mm-hmm. mean, she was not prepared. Yeah. He he actually he grabbed a lobster off of a plate that was going to another table mm-hmm. and just dropped it on the on their table and just started eating it. He tried eating the shell at first, and it was like, Tomas, really? Calm down, Tomas. Yeah, he, he wasn't the brightest in all aspects of life, pretty much. But he was a very talented programmer. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. He was a little bit of a nerd burger, a little mm-hmm. bit of a nerdling, sat in his, you know, that's why we didn't have very, you know, like, great social skills. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know programmers with great social skills. Mm-hmm. Tomas mm-hmm. was not one of them. Yes. yes. That's how that works sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And... Tomas just, he just didn't get out much. He mm-hmm. didn't know the social norms. And Melinda wasn't one of those girls to say, you know, Tomas, this is what I want. This is what I need you to do for me. You know, mm-hmm. she didn't, she hadn't gone through, you know, therapy to know that you have to ask people for what you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know? And she was just letting this happen. Yeah. And and Tomas was, was frustrated and didn't know who to turn to and was just just felt down on his luck and he just you know he wanted to get out of this to be able to start over so of course in a situation like this who do you call you call the cops when when you don't know how to handle a situation that's really stressful you call the police call the date busters <laughs> who are you gonna call the t- <laughs> yes that's it <laughs> sweden was actually the first country to adopt a new uh special task force in their police system Called the Date Busters. Mm-hmm. Like special teams on a football team. Yeah, <laughs> the Date Busters. They they actually uh, they actually stole the Ray Parker Jr. theme song, 
and just re and just redid they some would. of the work. They would. Yeah. <laughs> but no one could be mad at them because it was so sweet. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. Sweet. It's true. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> There's it's just it's something <laughs> strange <laughs> in your relationship. <laughs> you get a call. Date Busters. Exactly. <laughs> it's it there was there weren't many lyrics to change because it's just mainly the synth solo and don't stop dating him <laughs> or something like that i don't know it's been a while since i heard the date busters theme song but it goes besides the point date busters was a task force that was created in sweden to help uh to help clueless men figure out how to get out of relationships or figure out how to stay in relationships so of course tomas in his infinite wisdom calls the date busters hotline after seeing a commercial on Swedish television where all of the date busters were in their uniforms, which is firefighter uniforms for some reason. They're pink. Mm-hmm. Pink firefighter uniforms. Yep. Yeah, and, and when, when you call the date busters hotline, they have like a very specific questionnaire that they ask. Press one for Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Press two for English. Press three for Spanish. Three to four for French. Five for other. <laughs> other. And it's just a, um, they've spin a wheel. And then whatever language it lands on, that's the language. You, you even hear the wheel spin it. It's like they, it's like they, it's like they have a cordless phone that they just walk over to a wheel and they hold it up to the thing and they just spin it. It's just one dude answering the daily, the date busters hotline. And he, he's actually, it's actually one line for all six, op- five options. Right, right, right. And he's just like, and then you hit the button and he starts speaking English and they're like, oh, I spoke learned French. And he's like, oh, parlez-vous. <laughs> <laughs> parlez-vous Francais. And then continues to speak in English. Exactly. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you hit Spanish, he says, me amo, me, me amo Tony. Donde esta la biblioteca? They're like, oh, oh, this is very, this is a very strange hotline. <laughs> but you know, it's Sweden. Yeah. Again, no one's mad. Yeah, no, no one's, one's mad. mad. No one is mad because it's Sweden. You can't be mad at Sweden. And, um, and then, you know, they have a, a series of other questions. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in this relationship? What color is her hair? You know, mm-hmm. what was, what was the last meal you went out on together? What was she wearing last? Mm-hmm. What color are her eyes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's not a correct answer. That's not how you answer that. How tall is she when she's wearing high heels? What? Well, I mean, that's very specific. That's very specific. Well, how again, tall am I when I wear high heels? Ooh, 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 Tomas, back up, back up, Tomas. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this on the microphone, but I'm getting further and further away. <laughs> Evan has evaporated. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> You're everywhere, Evan. Aww. Cute. <laughs> that was kind of adorable. That was like, no, happy I was here to see that moment, guys. It's adorable. It's what happens when you, when you're a guest with us. You can see all these cuteness, all this cuteness. <laughs> I know that you I'm, guys can't see Evan, but I want you to. I want to describe what just happened here. <laughs> Evan threw his head back like a show pony <laughs> and shook it about when he said cuteness. And uh, that's the definition of cuteness if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Evan's a show pony. <laughs> so the date buster's hot one. <laughs> Once you're done with the questionnaire. 
they dispatch an officer to yes. your location. Yes. That's essentially how this works. Mm-hmm. They dispatch an officer to your location and you describe the situation that you're in in further mm-hmm. detail. Yeah. And if your significant other is still present, they will talk talk you through the situation together. Mm-hmm. But if it's just you, they'll do it alone. And, and this mm-hmm. was just one-on-one with the date busters cop mm-hmm. and Tomas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this date busters cop, his name was, uh, his name was Tom. He you know. was Tomas, but as you get older, you lose your ass. You lose your ass. <laughs> Score! Score one for Sarah. <laughs> we need a scoreboard in here. That, like, just a pun, a pun scoreboard. Pun scoreboard? So, Somewhere in the world, John Lunger is twitching. <laughs> he, just, he, just had a, he just had, like, a cold... He's like... Cold. <laughs> My my pun my, my pun tingles are tensing. <laughs> he hates puns. He hates puns. Oh gosh. Uh, so, so so Tom goes to meet up with Tomas. <laughs> and and, uh, and when they when they meet they meet at a, they decide to meet at a coffee shop because you know that's an easy place. It's very very nondescript. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't really seem like. I mean. Unfortunately, this cop is coming in in a pink firefighter outfit, so it's a little much, but... We didn't mention that he was coming from a uh, Date Busters calendar shoot, so he had no shirt, yeah. pants, helmet, and he Ripped. came in, and he was just oily for no apparent reason. It was, it was awkward for Tomas, but Tom was... Tom fine. couldn't hold his coffee cup. He had to just get a straw and... <laughs> slipping out of his hand. So oily. He was so oily. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's the thing in Sweden with all their calendar shoots. They have gallons and gallons and gallons of oil on hand. Because none of them eat the food, so it's just cooking oil that's just been sitting yeah. around. <laughs> She's frying oil. Yeah, they all smell like French fries. Doesn't that make it a little bit better? <laughs> Makes me pretty happy. <laughs> uh, the goal is to make Evan as uncomfortable as possible. You're doing a pretty good job so far. I wish that I could describe how red your face is currently. <laughs> So it's yeah. basically the color of the Daybusters uniforms. <laughs> Hot pink. Yes. So, so when they meet, they meet at the coffee shop, and Tom and Tomas start to talk about what's been going on. You know, how Tomas doesn't seem to quite understand how dating works, but he wants to understand what he can do to change things and make things better. But he wants to get out of this relationship and start a new one, and he doesn't really know how to do it because he's never broken up with a girl. It's always been the other way around. Girls always just seem to find, you know, find him, you know, terrible to work with in a relationship, and they just leave. So this time, mm. he wants to be the one to end it. It's probably because Tomas was just dating co-workers <laughs> before that. Yeah. He was the, just dating be, be, people he worked with. Well, because they had to do so many tests of the app, it basically all of the co-workers just ended up matching with each other. Exactly. So they would have, and it was company policy that whoever you match with, even if it's an employee, you have to go on the date with them. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. have to date them for a minimum of two weeks. That would be a terrible rule if we adopted that in oh, the God. United States. HR had a rough time. HR had a lot of forms to fill out. Yep. Yes. There was a lot of meetings. A lot of policies that had to be drafted. Inter, inter, intra, inter, inter office. Inter office. This is where we would be useful. Yeah. Inter office relations. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So, so unfortunately, all of his fellow co-workers at Tinder had uh, had very negative perceptions of him and just immediately, as soon as the two weeks were up, 
I'm done. Mm-hmm. We're done. Mm-hmm. But this time, this had gone on a bit longer. This was six weeks. It wasn't an employee, so literally triple the time. Yeah, triple the time. His his personal record. If this was the Olympics, that'd be. Tomas was high fiving himself in the streets. <laughs> he was high fiving himself. Yeah, he would try to high five random people. They'd just be like, "Okay." I'm in. I love high fiving myself. Tomas and I, we're like eye to eye. Have no friends. You just high five yourself. Yes. For the, since it doesn't translate well, we Sarah and I both high fived ourselves over the head. So over it's the a high head. five. If you do it below your chin, it's just clapping. You're just clapping. You're just clapping <laughs> over the head. Bam. That's a high five by yourself. Very distinct. We should we should put out a diagram with this. Different with this story episode. for a different day. I did this in the middle of a hospital once. Oh boy. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we'll have to get you on again to tell you that story. <laughs> so, the worst. Yes. So, so once the cop kind of heard, once Tom kind of heard all of this and he took that into account, um, the date busters actually have this very intricate computer system that, you know, they can take all this information, put it into a, put it into a database and figure out what's the best line to use to break up with this person, you know? Right. Because, right. you know, it takes everything into account, all this information, and it just spits out one line. And, uh, and when Tom put in all this information, uh... What was the, what was the line that it that it spit out for him that he would use to break up with uh, with Melinda? You don't smell good anymore. That's it. I that's mean, it. That's you say that to a girl. Done. Done. Yeah. That relationship is over. Yeah, she's she wants nothing to do with you at that yep. point. Because mm-hmm. we know the Swedes, they take their smells seriously. Mm-hmm. They do. Everything must smell like lavender mm-hmm. or coconut. Yeah, and she not didn't smell together. like either. No, not, not together. together. <laughs> let's and, be let's be clear about this. And and actually, unfortunately for Melinda, uh, last time uh, Tomas was over at her house, uh, she had she had used uh, both a lavender and a coconut bath bomb at the same time. Wow, Melinda, what a rebel! She was spending that money on those lush products. Yeah, <laughs> he almost called the date busters on on that occasion because he knew that was an offense. That could lead to a breakup. But he could see that 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 self high five coming. He yeah. could see it, and he was like, "No, no, no, I gotta no, stick it save, out for six weeks. Save myself for it. I gotta, I gotta get that high five myself situation." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so once he got the line, uh, Tom kind of slid his way out of the coffee shop because he was still very oily. He just got on the ground just, and just slithered just his way, away. just slithered his way out of the coffee <laughs> shop <laughs> like a snake, and. Uh, <laughs> That's a very strange visual to think That's about. That's a very solid visual. Like, a lubed up, half-naked, Swedish. pink, <laughs> Swedish firefighter. That's also a cop, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Just slithering, like, slip-sliding out of a coffee shop. Like, 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 like he, like he, Tom, Tom was like, oh, we're finished here? Cool. Slides out of the chair <laughs> and just slithers out. Amazing. That's a great visual. <laughs> so so Tomas at this point knew, all right, I got to do this. It's time to take the plunge. Time to break things off. So he texts Melinda and says, "Hey, meet me at this meet me at this covered bridge at 7 p.m. I have to talk to you about something." A covered bridge is always a great place to break up with someone. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have had several covered bridge breakups. Mm. Mm, I I have I have yet to have a covered bridge breakup, but Well, you might be working on one. No, that's not what I meant. Hey-o. <laughs> not what I meant, but <laughs> You can't set me up like that. <laughs> I'm throwing fastballs tonight, and it's just right in the strike zone. It's fine. Oh, I got really excited because it's the opening. 
It's opening day. It's opening day. Yes. That's not when this is airing, but today is opening day. <laughs> Folks, we're recording this on March 29th, opening day for Major League Baseball. My Phillies, last I checked, were winning, so thank God. I'm just like San Francisco Giants fan. Uh, They're playing my boyfriend's dad's team, the LA Dodgers. Uh, and we have been trash talking each other all, all day. day. <laughs> yeah, I... It's, it's a good time to be a Phillies fan right now, because it's a good team. It is a good time to be a Phillies fan. Yes. Small, we'll take a small hiatus small, from Tomas. Yes, and Tom, small and detour. It is a good time to be a Phillies fan. I will admit that. As as a San Francisco Giants fan, I was born in California. It's like the only piece of California that I mm. brought back with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know you were born in California. I was. I was born in... You, you guys don't know you're talking to... A, California royalty? No. You're talking to Little Miss Santa Clara, 1990. Oh my god! god. I was a baby beauty pageant winner. Oh my god! Where are these photos? Oh, my mom will gladly bust out (laughs) my baby beauty pageant photos. That's hilarious. I was two, and I believe this. The legend has it that I went on stage, and like the moms usually like walked out on stage with their child. Uh I believe it was a co-ed situation uh-huh. and um my mom was getting ready to walk out with me and i put my hand up and went no you stay and i turned around and walked out and my mom was like i should have known at that point that you were destined for entertaining having known you for a while that totally sounds like something you would have done no you stay yes that what totally sounds like something you would have done minx. what is up and i walked out and i blew kisses that was my thing i blew kisses and I turned. <laughs> that was pretty legit. Oh, man. I got a crown and everything. <laughs> and then I retired. I was, like, done. Like my, Because, like, after that, like, they, like, started to put makeup on you and stuff. My mom was not, like, for that at all. Like, she was, like, this was, like, an all, like, natural one. And it yeah. was, like, just, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I need makeup now. But, like, <laughs> when I was a baby, I was much cuter. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, yeah. So, there's cool. a little Sarah fun fact Little Sarah fun fact. <laughs> well, someone who was not Little Miss Santa Clara was Melinda. Melinda. Oh. Yes. Girlfriend was attractive. Yes. But. But, no, not like, not told up. She was an ugly stepsister. Yes. But she was not the belle of the ball. That's true. Mm. That's true. She, she kind of lied in the she's middle. She's a normal girl. She just, she, she was, was just one girl. of, she was one of those standard women that just attended the ball. Yep. Yeah. She was there. Yeah, she was there. You don't see out. her. She could tell you about it. Yeah. She could tell you what happened, but she was. <laughs> I think I, I mean, I'm Melinda. Like, <laughs> just like a normal chick. Like, I can totally tell you about that ball. <laughs> I can tell you who I saw. Though. I was there. <laughs> no one talked to me. But I was there. That's the one you gotta watch out for. That's the one that's gonna be telling jokes about you later. <laughs> that's the one. Well, Melinda, as she was waiting under this covered bridge for Tomas to arrive, was just thinking of. I almost the... forgot about the, hey, the I, covered bridge. I'm bringing breakup. it back. I'm bringing it it's back. It's called a callback, folks. Hey. Right, I'm in. So, so, as she was standing there, she was thinking back on the six weeks of, you know, Tomas and hers and her relationship and just thinking, what could I do differently? I mean, he seems okay, but he's just clueless. What can I do? And, of course, in her mind, she's like, well, maybe, maybe I can fix it. And Tomas, you know, walks up to her. But what Tomas doesn't realize is that Tom was was following behind him, slithering the whole he's way. He was sliding behind him. He was sliding behind him and uh, wanted, to, wanted to make sure that everything, 
everything went according to plan. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like, the streets of Sweden. <laughs> you just see this dude walking down the street, and there's just, like, like this firefighter dude sliding behind him. <laughs> Maybe, like, an oil slick and everything? Yeah, 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 yeah like a just, slug. Like, he's just, like, straight like this, and his head just, like... <laughs> like, he said, like this. Yes, yeah, like they can't see. They can't see. I'm not going to describe it. I'm going to let them picture it on their own. You use your own imagination on that one. <laughs> yes, but uh, maybe but... we'll post a picture of Evan on Facebook, like with your with your little <laughs> slug face. Is my face still pink or is it fire engine red now? We're working on fire engine red. I okay. bet I can get you to bust an eyeball before the end of this. <laughs> I need to get you to laugh level three tonight. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, I don't know I don't know if this microphone is ready for that. Oh boy. Alright. So so Tomas and Melinda, they finally meet on the cover bridge and Tomas he just he comes right out and says it. You don't smell good anymore. There's no intro. There was no No. There was no like hi, no. how are ya? He just walked up to Melinda, looked her square in her face. I'm getting emotional. This is a very emotional it moment. It is. Six he, weeks of. He six, just announced it. Yeah. No, no, no preface, nothing. Just. And it was like a proverbial, like, radio scratch. Like the the records. Err. And the kids mm-hmm. stopped swinging midair. And yep. like there was people in the park, and like everything stopped. <laughs> and then the date. Fireman cop. <laughs> date fireman cop. <laughs> They actually changed the name to Date Fireman Cop <laughs> after this incident. <laughs> Date Busters was Date Busters. They got a copyright strike on it. So. Yeah, yeah. He slithered up and he put a supportive hand on Tomas's shoulder, and he re- repeated the sentence again. Go ahead. You don't smell good anymore. And uh, she she just stood there aghast, aghast. Didn't didn't know what to say. Yeah. And, and then she looked at him and went, your teeth are crooked. <gasps> and then coming up, sliding up behind her, another date buster. Oh, double date buster scenario. What? <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So then the two date busters slithered up against one another and collided. They're married, though. They were married. <laughs> it was yeah. A hus- yeah, it was a husband and wife date buster duo. Yeah. That was that was where the ass came back in. It was Tom was married to his ass. So. <laughs> pun two. Is that a pun? Put it on the scoreboard. <laughs> Survey says Lynn has made the scoreboard. I'm buying you guys a whiteboard. Oh, <laughs> uh, so but but after this, Tomas realizes. Wait a minute, you went to all that trouble to break up with me, and I did the same to break up with. This is this is crazy. What? Why are we doing this? We can figure this out like normal people. And and Melinda said, "Yeah, you know, we probably should." She admitted that she shouldn't have used two bath bombs the same evening. Mm-hmm. She admitted she got a little. She went a little buck wild with that. <laughs> and he admitted that he spends way too much time at the office programming, and that he should get out more. And then he should maybe like read a book about social norms. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe get some braces. Talk to a pickup artist. Yeah. Dating for dummies. <laughs> that's a book. That's a that's a book. That's a book. And so they they decided to give their relationship another shot. And actually, six months later, they got engaged. 
and then a year later they got married and uh and the best man and uh maid of honor were actually the two slithering date busters they Tom sli- and us. They, they, Tom, Tom and us. us. They slithered up. They slithered up the aisle on the wedding day, and, mm-hmm. and Tomas. Every Tom, day's a calendar shoot for yeah. the Daybusters. <laughs> <laughs> and Tomas and Melinda lived happily ever after. It's a beautiful story. It is. It was a very, very okay. beautiful and very oily story. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every every beautiful story has to have a little uh, has to have a little sheen, a little shine, a little slip and slide. I don't like the word sheen. I don't know why. Charlie Sheen is myself. that why? Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I'm not down with any of those. <laughs> not down with the sheens. <laughs> no, I'm not down with tiger blood. Let's bring that back. Let's just start dropping tiger blood in our everyday conversation. Winning. <laughs> win hashtag win. <laughs> so we talked about my mom a little bit at the top, uh-huh. and uh, she said winning to me the other day, and I was like. Mom. And she's like, the kids are saying it. And I was like, no, no. Back in 2010. <laughs> and I was like, circa 2009. Like, yeah, <laughs> we were all saying winning. And she was like, no, no. I heard. I heard the kids were saying it. I heard them say, all I do is win. win all win. I do is win. Win, win, no matter what. <laughs> I've got money on my mind. <laughs> she kills me. She's like, no, no, no. The kids are saying it. <laughs> oh, well, I think this is a good time to take a break. Sounds good. Sounds good. So we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back with Sarah and we'll plug a few things, talk about what she's got going on, and then uh, we'll come back and tell another story. Cool. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Hey guys, Evan here, back with Sarah and Lynn, here for our here for our little break ad time where we talk about what we got going on. Uh, and Sarah, since you are our guest this week, yes... Yes, bank. Yes. 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 Let's talk about my my projects. Yes. Um, no, I'm on. Um, I'm very lucky to have a residency at Steel Stacks with two great teams, um, Cat Sweaters and the Fumple Nerfs. Yes. Um, and that's every second Friday at yes. ten thirty at the Steel Stacks. Yes. Um, they're both great teams. They're super fun. Um. I almost came here with my actual Gretsch voice because of my sinus infection. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. yeah. So, For those who may not have heard of the Flumplenarfs, what are the Flumplenarfs? The Flumplenarfs are um, not monsters, but they are creatures that live under your bed. Okay. And they see all that you do, and they see all of the gook that's under your bed. And everyone should clean under their bed because they, they know. They know all of your secrets. And um, That's why we closed the bedroom door. Exactly. And uh, Justin uh, Passano, he, um, he is our human. Yes. And he uh, he puts up with us. So. Yeah, that's that, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> he tolerates you guys. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, the fumble narfs are um, are armless uh, blobs. Yes. <laughs> Blo- yeah. 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 Gretch likes to blink a lot. Gretch is a blinker. She yes. is. She has very long, beautiful eyelashes. That the creator of the Flumplenarfs say are based off of my eyelashes, which I told him was complete bull. But <laughs> um, no, each Flumplenarf is kind of sort of loosely based off of our personalities. Um, Gretch is uh, very kind, but has a a, a small mischievous streak, which I'm not sure where she gets that. <laughs> yeah, and not quite sure. I'm not sure. She's adorable and approachable, but she um, she will get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've seen the Flumplenarfs many times, and the Flumplenarfs are absolutely hilarious. So I definitely recommend the Flumplenarfs. And Cat Sweaters as well. Cat Sweaters is a team that you have you were with for quite a long time. Cat Sweaters has been together for almost three whole years now. Um, yes. It was my first Power Hour team. And it was one of those teams that just, when we were together, it just, or when we are together, it just feels right. Like, it just, when we're on stage together, we're just, we completely trust each other, and you know that you're on stage with family. And it's one of those really special teams that you're just never going to, you can't recreate, you can't fabricate that, like, Mm -hmm. that kind of. That chemistry. That chemistry. And, you know, we just, we're fast-paced, and we got those jokes coming real quick a million miles a minute mm-hmm. yeah yeah former and also former guest on this show jeremy ballon is also part oh, yeah. of that group yeah very that group again another amazing group so if you're ever in the bethlehem pennsylvania area on the second friday of the month come check out flumpel narfs and cat sweaters you're bound to have a bunch of laughs so make sure you come check them out and high fives after and oh all the high fives <laughs> you want like we they serve all you can eat high fives don't eat them though but don't eat my hands. No, don't. <laughs> don't. don't. No, she needs that for, for lots of stuff. Self high five. Self high <laughs> You need to be able to, you can't self high five with one hand. Right. You just smack yourself in you the head. You just smack yourself in the head. Well, as, so as for myself, which I typically do this at the end of the show, but since we're talking about improv yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug your yeah, plug. shameless show plug. Shameless show plug. <laughs> Coming so, up. <laughs> so, I, so I'm on the Improv Comedy Power Hour currently with... <laughs> I'm on the Improv, I'm on the pa- improv Comedy Power Hour with, <laughs> with my team, Four Eyes. Four Eyes. Great is, name. It's a great name. I love great the name. name. Uh, so we are there every... We are at Steel Stacks every second and fourth Saturday at 10.30 p.m. So if you're ever in Bethlehem on a Saturday, 10.30 p.m., second and fourth Saturday, come check us out. It's a lot of fun. And if you, have, if you want to check out anything else related to comedy in Bethlehem, go to www.steelstacks.org slash comedy. There's all sorts of stuff, all sorts of events. Classes, classes workshops. workshops, shows. I teach a bunch, too. Yes, so. you do, yeah. Any workshops you have coming up in the future? Um, I'm trying to plan a workshop right now with... Um, with ArtsQuest, I have to, you know, get everything under, you know, contracts and everything like that. But I really want to do a workshop. I did it um, last year around this time, and people seemed to really like it. I did one based on um, all support moves. Okay. Anything you can do on stage that can support your scene partners, mm-hmm. um, which, whether it's back line work or adding to, like, I really like to come into a scene, and if you're in a restaurant, just being another table at the restaurant in silent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my favorite moves um, because it just adds like it's not a selfish move. It's not anything that like I'm not trying to bring attention to myself or anything like that. I'm just trying to add to the fact that you've created this space and we're in a restaurant and I'm accepting that. Yeah. Like I love that move. I love silent moves that just double down on what you've said we where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you say we're in a park, I would love to be a mom and a kid just walking through. Like, no, no, yeah. you can't have ice cream. Come on, let's go. You know, and I <laughs> yeah. love those moves. And yeah. and um, I think that that's one of the things that we forget how to do. We kind of, as comedians and as people, we all get let our egos get in the way. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, no, 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 how can I be funny? But it's not about you as the individual. It's about you as the team. Mm-hmm. And um, I think coming from a sports background, that's definitely been where my mentality has been. Yeah. Um, and I would also like to teach one um, a workshop based on sports versus comedy and how okay. the two hold hands and how the, okay. the two relate. Um, be cool. Yeah. So those are the two that I'm thinking about. I don't mm-hmm. have dates or anything like that yet, okay. but um, stay tuned. Yeah. Make sure to look out on, uh, look out on Steel Stacks for that uh, information. So, uh, 
So make sure you check out some of our shows if you're in the area. Please do. We always enjoy seeing new people there. And, uh, and yeah, I think with that being said, uh, we will go back to the show and tell another story. back we are back from our break where we got to plug our stuff and talk about what we're doing that was fun wasn't it it was i haven't had the pleasure of seeing four eyes yet but when i heard the name i giggled out loud which is a pretty good indicator for what's going to happen <laughs> on the stage and the people that are in it are great it's a mm-hmm. great great cast oh, like, yeah. both teams have such great casts yeah. on them yeah. um we got we have a really good round of power hour it's a time. really really good round like yeah. I, I always i always feel like such a chump because i always say that i'm always like no no no. this round is great this is the best this one's the best and then i'm like no way this one's the best no way this one's like i'm like the girl who cried the best like it's just (laughs) but i always think that like these like the way they put the teams together is always so great and Uh it's such a fun night out like if you're out and about getting dinner or whatever go catch a comedy show on a saturday and then go out afterwards it's great it's so much fun you're feeling good endorphins are going you got that under twenty one vibe going. Yeah. Come on up yeah. and some comedy. And it's cheap too. It's five bucks. It's five, six bucks. Six six bucks. Is five, it five bucks? I think it's five, five bucks. bucks. Is it five? It's five bucks. Even better. I haven't paid for a power hour yeah, in so I've, long. I haven't paid in like two years. Four <laughs> <laughs> for me. Yeah. So hmm. Whoops. So, yeah. Uh, no, I because I've been performing in it. And I yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. No, it's it's a, it's a cheap night out. Yeah. It's a good for college students. I oh, mean, yeah. it's really, I mean. It's for everybody. It is for everybody. Bring except your mom. Ba- except babies. Babies, maybe not. No kids or babies. No one under 18. What about a cool baby? I mean, a chill baby would probably still not be allowed in. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. They have a very strict no children under 13. Especially no chill babies. Yeah. 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 It's usually, yeah, it's usually pretty hard. Um, no under 18 yeah. policy for the late night comedy shows. Yeah. Um, but I think under 13 you have to do as a parent. Yeah. A guardian. Yeah. So either way, it's still a fun night out. Absolutely. It's a, it's a fun date. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to think of like funny things to do or not even funny things to do, just something yeah. different in the Valley. Yeah. That's a really a good way to do it. Yeah. And if you don't want to have to call date busters, that's, that's a good <laughs> thing to do. Call back. Yeah. Call date busters and wait for them from Sweden and then go to the power hour while yeah, you wait. Exactly. They'll find you. They'll yeah. slip in. Yeah. They'll sl- <laughs> they'll slither across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> slip in. It's, it's a twofer. The sexual innuendo. <laughs> oh, man. We are on a roll tonight. Killing it. <laughs> Killing anyway. It. Anyway. Yes. So, so for the second half of the show... Uh, what I do is I go to a website called fantasynamegenerators.com mm-hmm. and that has a book title generator and it has a bunch of different genres and it'll randomly generate some book titles for us. Okay. So we'll go through the genres, we'll spin a couple of them, pick some book titles and then we'll choose which one we want to tell the story about. Got it. So Sarah, out of the, I'll give you the genre choices and then we'll go ahead and randomly select. So we have adventure, children, drama, fantasy, horror, humor, mystery, nonfiction, romance, and sci-fi. Let's go mystery. Mystery. Okay. So, one, two, three. Okay. So, some of the titles in this list are Death of a Person, (laughs) Puzzles in My City, Cats of Outer Space. Okay. (laughs) 
just to give a visual. Sarah just sat back in her chair like, what? I clutched the pearls. <laughs> you did? did. Was, oh, my. <laughs> oh, my stars. Did you say cats in outer space? Uh, and also girls in the mountains. And, These are also nondescript. And like, dogs in my... Yeah, it's a lot of noun and noun, or <laughs> noun in the noun. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. So out of that list, which one did you like the best? You said dogs, and then you didn't finish. Dogs and mice. Yikes. Dogs and yikes. <laughs> dogs and yikes and mice. Um, <laughs> I kind of like Cats of Outer Space. I kind of like Cats of Outer Space as well, but that's a little sci-fi, and I was kind of trying to avoid that, because I don't know anything about it. Um... There's, there's the whole list. Let's do dogs and mice. Dogs and mice. Okay, so that'll be... That's the first choice that we have. So we'll spin on another genre. Uh, what's another one that you want to spin on? Let's do children. Children. Mystery and children. That's always All a right. good mix. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. Uh, cooking with my dog. <laughs> uh, lions and bunnies. Little prince of riddles. What? <laughs> It's actually a decent title. That is a pretty decent title. Uh, Frogs of My Imagination. <laughs> Rabbits of Yesterday. Yesteryear would be better. We could change it to Yesterweep. Yesterweep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghost in the Mountains. Uh, and Crafting with My House. I think we have to go with Prince and... Uh... Little Prince of Riddles? Yeah. Cause, All right. Yeah, I call my cat Little Prince. So. <laughs> okay, so we'll go with that. Uh, and then the last genre. What was the other? Uh, so we have adventure, drama, fantasy, horror, humor, nonfiction, romance, and sci-fi. Let's go romance. Romance. It's always a very popular one. Is it? Yeah. A lot of people pick that. Yeah. Oh. Two. Wow. Three. Wow. A lot of people trying to fall in love. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. So we have <laughs> Night in the Night. <laughs> that We kind of broke it there in the... <laughs> Is it the same kind of night? Yes, N I G H T in the N I G H T. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, disruption in the forest. <sighs> write about passion. W R I T E about passion. <laughs> uh, sweethearts of heaven. Uh, women and suitors. Nymph of desire. Okay. Goddess of the night. Dears of my childhood. D E A R S. Uh, yeah. I think we need to go with women of suitors. Women and suitors. I picture just a bunch of men making suits. Like it's not suitors. Like oh, this is a suitor. Like not in like an Elizabethan way, but in like a very like just outright way. Yeah. Like this is a suitor. He makes suits at Joseph A. Bank. Let me take your measurements. Come on. Yeah. Inseam. Okay. Okay. So the three choices we have are dogs and mice, Little Prince of Riddles. And women and suitors. Out of those three, which one which one do you want to go with? I by the laugh I am guessing Little Prince of Riddles. Yeah, Little Prince of Riddles. Little Let's Prince of Riddles. That's an actual title. That is an actually, it actually decent like, pooped title. out a title for once. <laughs> it just It just got it right out of there. <laughs> Little Prince of Riddles. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen, for your listening enjoyment, we present to you the tale of Little Prince of Riddles. How does this one start off? Well, the little prince is a—he's a cat. He is a cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, his name is Arthur. Prince Arthur, the kitten. He's a little orange tabby kitten, but he wears a little crown. It's cocked to the side, though. Yes, because it's mm-hmm. extra adorable. Yes. 
He does it for he does it for comedic effect and adorableness. Yeah. That's it, the only good reasons yeah. to do anything. It wins points on yes. both sides, so why not? Yes. Comedic and, and adorableness. It's <laughs> the only reason I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he actually he rules over a over a small kingdom in uh, in Europe actually. He actually he 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 rules over a kingdom of humans. Surprisingly enough, the 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 humans it was it, this is actually a democracy where he was a prince. Um, so he was elected the prince of this this small county in uh, in Ireland, actually. Little, little Prince Arthur, <laughs> Prince in Ireland. Why are you guys staring at me like this? <laughs> this couldn't happen. I just I have so many cat puns. And I Please, we got the scoreboard. <laughs> Let's just go. I just bring them off. I want him. To, I want him to have catniptopia and like. <laughs> Cat, it should be a catocracy. <laughs> there you go. Four. Put it on the scoreboard. <laughs> Why? What is this place where there's where the, there's a cat? I mean, it's quite all... a catastrophe that they let it happen. Oh. Five. <laughs> I finally got one on the scoreboard. Catastrophe. <laughs> Catechism. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I just, I think it's super, I think it's super interesting to think about the idea of this is the one place Mm -hmm. where a cat rules everything. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. A cat is the ruler of any kingdom that he lives in. Like, all humans bow to him. Yes. Yes. What can I do for you, little prince? It's actually just in this kingdom. They actually elected him. Right. Officially. This isn't official. He has a crown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it was him versus, it was this, it was the kitten versus this big dude named Roger who just happened Roger Roger <laughs> who happened to uh, uh, who happened to run against him and this this was a man who had lived in this village for decades yeah. he was an old gruff man and just and just he wanted change he wanted change <laughs> he wanted radical change radical as in he wanted all cats banished from the village yeah that was the change he wanted that was it was rough. Yeah, but Arthur Arthur ran specifically on a platform of of milk for everyone, and kibble is the national food. Yeah. Of this small mm-hmm. of this small village, a national food for a village that makes sense. Yeah, but, yeah. national instead of like a national bird. National yeah. Food. So even though it's not really a nation. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So um, so as we all know, Arthur won the election, and yes. it, was, it was a landslide. Landslide. Victory. It was a landslide victory. And and Roger was despondent afterwards. He was just so pissed off. He was so mad that he didn't win the election. But Arthur Arthur had a little trick up his sleeve. He he knew Roger wanted to be a part of this whole ruling kingdom. Mm-hmm. So uh, so he set a challenge out for uh, for Roger that involved a scavenger hunt. It was, a, it was a scavenger hunt that he had to go on to uh, to become part of the catocracy, if you will. There were there were a lot of tasks involved. Um, the first one was um, catching a crow midair. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. With yeah. his bare hands. Very tough task. Very yes. tough task if you don't have claws. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roger didn't because he's a 
He's a human. He's a human. Yeah. yeah. So he he actually waited for months and let his fingernails grow super long to the point where they were almost claws. And he filed them down to like an apex of point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A pinnacle. Yes. <laughs> a pinnacle, if you will. <laughs> and uh, and when the day came, he he was he stood on the roof of his home and waited for a crow to arrive and was just slinking around and just not watched. slipping. Not slipping. No, this isn't it's Sweden. Big difference. Big this difference. This is not Sweden. No, he no, was. It's not. He, he actually he actually used mashed potatoes to keep himself firm on the roof. Good texture. Yeah, it's <laughs> Ireland. Get it? Potatoes. <laughs> yeah, no, we get it. No, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get it. We get it, Evan. We neither of us can make eye contact with you during that joke, but we got it. <laughs> so he he's waiting on the roof for the crow to come by, and then I, all of a sudden he hears ah out of nowhere and just perks up. Then he realizes that he made that noise. <laughs> he was calling the crows to him. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm he scared, scared he's, myself. He scared himself. <laughs> different. And then he hears an actual, ah! <laughs> and perks up, and he sees a crow flying towards the house. <laughs> but unfortunately, when he goes to jump up, uh, the uh, the potatoes were too strong, and he was stuck. The force of the potato. The force of the potato <laughs> kept him stuck to the roof, yeah. and he couldn't jump. And he just barely missed grabbing the crow with the claws. So unfortunately, he failed the first the first test of the scavenger hunt. But have no fear, Prince Prince, yeah, Prince Prince Arthur had a lot of uh, had a lot of cat riddles to have him solve. I couldn't think of a pun for a cat. You couldn't, you couldn't think of one. Kittle. He had kittles. Kittles. That's <laughs> just sounds like you can't say skittles. <laughs> Kittle. That's a kid saying skittles. <laughs> kittles are a real cat treat. They are. Yeah. Yeah. They're whole foods. Oh, our cats eat them. They're called kittles. I need to go to Whole Foods. Great. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, you mind keeping it down out there? <laughs> There's a car screeching. I'm yelling at a car that's outside of my apartment building. That made no sense. I like that um, your actual cat was not bothered by any oh, of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No. No, she's been ruckus. watching a fly for about three hours now that's yeah. stuck in our window. Yeah. She's pretty amused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she's pretty happy and content. <laughs> she's pretty amused. Yeah. I don't want to upset you guys, but the only reason I came here is because I heard there were cats. So. That's okay. That's why, I only, that's why everyone visits. Yeah. Not for us. It's yeah. for the cats. That's why Elizabeth and Dan and everybody visited. Even yeah. Jeremy, he's allergic to cats. He's allergic season. to cats, yeah. That's why he came to visit. Yeah. He's allergic to cats on a team called Cat Sweaters. Yes. Riddle me that. Anyway, so um, kittle me that. Kittle me. Oh man, that was a good one. Scoreboard. Scoreboard. What's the scoreboard? You're still behind Lynn and I. But... We're at like I'm at like two. Yeah. We're at like six or seven. Total. Yeah. So the second riddle uh, that that Arthur proposed. The kittle. To, the ki- second kittle that Arthur proposed to to, uh, to Roger was that uh, was that he needed to uh, he needed to lap up all of the milk. From the giant silo in his backyard, full of milk. Yeah, Prince Arthur has a silo of milk. <laughs> yes. That somehow doesn't spoil. Yes, it's it's kept at a perfect temperature so it doesn't spoil. They make a lot of concessions in this village for for uh, for, for Prince Arthur. For... His, his he he doesn't have an actual like he has a house, but inside of this giant mansion is just one large cat bed. He um he has a large house. But he prefers to sleep in a laundry basket outside of it. <laughs> the, the villagers have built him this beautiful house and spent tons of money on it. And 
He just prefers a laundry basket that was left on the outside of the house. <laughs> there's a, there's because... a bo- there's an Amazon box outside there <laughs> yeah. that they used to bring stuff in. Yeah. Because even in this village, that seems a little, little, uh, not as wealthy. They still order from Amazon. Yeah, yeah. It's the cheapest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not cheap. It's frugal. Yeah, exactly. It's a frugal village. <laughs> they have a very good budget. Yes. Yes. Because of their cat leader. Their cat leader also hired other cats to be part of the budgetary commission. Yeah, the cat accountant. <laughs> Cat counts. <laughs> I want that to be a cat'ns. A cat'ns. A cat'ns. Close enough. I like it. Put it on the scoreboard. Ding. <laughs> I need to add sound effects in here. <laughs> Go through this. Uh, but yes, so so the second the second riddle was to lap up all the milk. Now, of course, any human being trying to drink all that milk. I mean, it's the gallon challenge. It's all the over gallon again. challenge. It's except 2006 it, all over again. Yes, it's it's it's, uh, it's YouTube videos of people just trying. Just bros chugging milk. <laughs> That's what this all boils yeah, down. Yeah, Delta Pi gallon challenge. <laughs> Fudge week. <laughs> um, so that didn't work that out. That didn't work out either. And the third challenge was that he had to grow a garden full of catnip yes. because his stance was no more catnip in the village. He then had to replace all of the catnip that he banned. Mm-hmm. And this is the challenge that he actually was able to... To complete. To complete. Yeah. And he built a beautiful garden filled with the most lush, choice catnip. <laughs> dank-ass catnip. That was now. some dank catnip. <laughs> <laughs> he was baking catnip treats. Catnip <laughs> edibles. This, was, this, was, this little village in Ireland was actually the first to start selling medical catnip. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Medicinal catnip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had to go to uh, uh, Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. And you would have to get who your... Was a, who was also a cat. Who was also a cat. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's another one in there and I just can't find it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think of it. I can't. It's Dr. Like Feline. Or... Ah! ah! Yes! Crushed it. Eight! <laughs> <laughs> Ding, ding. And um, <laughs> so, the uh, you you go in and, and tell them your symptoms, mm-hmm. and then you get your medical catnip card. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they just kind of pretty much handed them out to everybody, right? Because uh, Doctor Feline just meow, just meow. pushed the card. Out. He actually during the during the exam would just play with the card, <laughs> <laughs> and it would just end up in your lap. <laughs> so everybody just got a card. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really. Uh, vet- <laughs> I'm sorry. Dr. Feline had us a secretary out front just like filing her nails. Who's <laughs> also a cat. Who's also a cat. <laughs> Get it? Yes. Like, her, na- her name was Felicia. <laughs> Fe- Felicia. Fe- <laughs> I don't know if I could put that no, one on the No, no, that one's not going on the <laughs> <laughs> What's the sound from press, press your luck with the whammy? <laughs> nope, that, no, no, that's different. That's, that's different. different. Oh, pressure. Oh, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, wait. Yeah, it's like, bah! Like, it's like, yeah. bah! That's not it at all. Yeah. That's if you have jazz hands in the middle of the bah! musical number. <laughs> bah, bah! Oh. I wasn't in musicals. Yes. <laughs> it wouldn't so... let me sing. Oh, gosh. That's sad. That's terrible. That's the truth. I sound like a crow that you've been strangling. Anyway, well, someone who sounded worse than that was Prince Arthur, mm. Mm. and uh, and even after all of these tests, uh, Roger he would not allow Roger on his in his committee in his cat committee. 
Hey! That's a scoreboard. All right, that's fine. That's, we'll, we'll allow it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Um, so Roger, you know, was pleading with Prince Arthur. What What is it that I can do for you? What What is the one thing... What as is, all cat owners As do. all cat owners. What is the one thing I can do that will please you? That will make you happy? And, he, and, and Prince Arthur, he looked at him, and he had actually built... Behind his home was a giant litter box the size of an in-ground swimming pool <laughs> and he and he said to well he actually had his cat translator all right um whose name was bill his cat translator bill um told <laughs> told picture like a little old man with an ipad hey i'm bill <laughs> bill bill said to roger uh prince arthur declares you must clean this entire litter box Full of my feces and urine in 24 hours. Yes, it was full of Bill's feces and urine. <laughs> Bill's feces. It was weird. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Bill had his own litter box. Yeah. It was the swimming pool. It was Cause, the swimming cause, pool. Because Prince Arthur wasn't going to use it. Prince Arthur. I mean, he, he was one of those cats that was trained to use the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre. He was regal. He, mm-hmm. he was regal. He yeah. was a very, very prestigious yes. cat. And, um, and they left... Roger to do this feat, but and and the problem was they only gave him your normal size cat box scooper, pooper scooper. They're a normal pooper scooper. Yep. And he he dug, and scooped and dug and scooped and dug and scooped. He snapped that little pooper. Scooper. L- luckily, they had hundreds of extras on hand because yep. they realized this was a Herculean task. Mm-hmm. Herculean. Herculean. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Herculean. Herculean. <laughs> that, that's a clap, not a self high five. That was, yeah, it was a yes, clap. That was a clap. clap. Blow clap. Blow, blow the chin. Blow the chin. Blow the chin. Blow claps. Blow the forehead. High self fives. High <laughs> Paul Abdul claps. That she's just high fiving herself. That's all she's doing. So, so after after twenty four hours worth of work, the pool was just litter. All of the all of Bill's feces and urine were gone, and Prince Arthur came out into the backyard. Surveyed the work, and, and unfortunately, he he had made his uh, his his thoughts known as he jumped in the pool. He peed in it, <laughs> as much as to say, "Your work means nothing. <laughs> there's there's nothing else you can do." And Roger said, "Please, sir, let me let me find one more thing that I can do." What the prince said no though was that Roger. Had one of those sticks with a string behind his back. Behind his back, it was his sword in the stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good one. It's a King Arthur joke. <laughs> yep, I make smart jokes too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm slapping the table, but that was funny. <laughs> you apologize to Lynn. Because she's gonna edit it, or I'm gonna edit it. Somebody's gonna edit it. I don't know. Who's editing this? One, One of, of us. us. Not me. <laughs> not, not you. Me. I don't know You'll just hear the that. finished version. <laughs> They're gonna let me edit it, which is why this is not edited. <laughs> and Sarah will just take the entire thing and just do. Or I'll just upload the whole thing. Yeah, just no cuts. No cuts. <laughs> Online. Online. So, so. Uh, Roger has this 
has his sword in the stone behind his back. Which is really just a stick with a string stick. of a small feather on the end. <laughs> and, and, as, uh, and as Arthur is doing his business, you just hear a little... <laughs> and Arthur immediately perks up and says, what? What? What was that noise? And Arthur goes, I-, I don't know. I don't know what that could be. Ding, 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 ding. He's like, no, 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 no. There's, there's something going on here. There, there's something really fishy going on here. I'm not talking about my food. No. I'm sorry. No. Sorry, guys. See you guys later. Sorry. See you later. Sorry. Bye. The end. It's been fun. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye, Evan. Good. Now it's just us. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, jokes on you. I didn't leave. <laughs> Can you though? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yikes. Wow. Just kidding. This I is the last mean. episode of Reap. <laughs> seriously though, don't let me end this. Don't be so bad. So so yes. So Arthur, Arthur's intrigued. He is. He's. He hears this noise and he. He needs to know more. He needs to find this the source of this noise. He starts going around the pool until he finally reaches Roger, and he, he sniffs around. He turns around behind his back and says, You son of a bitch! In perfect English. From yeah. a kitten. <laughs> from a kitten. From a kitten. <laughs> I like that you said that. Like, that was like the I big, had to add that caveat. That was like the big, like <laughs> the the big reveal. reveal. <laughs> we knew he was a kitten, Evan. <laughs> we knew it. Did you know this kitten spoke English? I didn't know that. Exactly. So, so yeah, and and then with this, uh, Arthur stands up on on two legs and begins walking like a human. And he's like, "Ah, you got me. You really got me." And he's shaking his paw at him like, "Ah, what you doing?" And and Roger says, "Hey, I had to. I had to do this somehow. I had to. You your riddles were so your riddles were so clever. I had to come up with a riddle of my own to trick you." And Arthur said, that's very bold of you. That's very progressive of you. Right, cat? Jesus, like, no. She's like, I heard you talking about my brethren. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talking about my cousin. Yes, my cousin, Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> but yes, Arthur Arthur relented at that point and, and said, you know what? Somebody with as much moxie as you, Somebody, somebody with as much... Somebody with as much courage as you. Someone with as much courage as you. Scoreboard. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Deserves to have a place in my administration. And with that, Roger became became the vice prince of this little... The little, vice prince? The vice prince he of this... He also had a tiny crown that he wore to the side for comedic and adorable reasons. <laughs> he became the vice prince of this little town in Ireland... And they ruled this village happily ever after, together as friends. The end. The end. The end. I think that was a pretty satisfying conclusion. <laughs> to the cattails. To the Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Winner, winner. Wet food, chicken dinner. Wet food, chicken dinner. <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun. That was... That was a good time. That was a lot of fun. Sarah, what'd you think? Did you enjoy your I enjoyed enjoy the it. Stories? I enjoyed it. I I'm not um I've never told stories professionally. Uh-huh. Mm, so this was super fun. Um thank you guys so much for having no me. No problem. It was thank you. 
so much fun. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Of and course. We'd definitely love to have you on again as much as you say, you're not going to invite me back <laughs> on again. No. You know, yeah, I would love to come back and, yeah. and ruin your relationship. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Let's see if we can keep, let's see if we can keep ourselves together until that just, next episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not a life ruiner. Uh, uh, no, I would love to come back. That was just so much, yeah. like, so much fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's how you know I really enjoyed it because I just start saying things in a high pitch but there's not really so much fun. <laughs> Sorry to whoever had to edit that. No, that's okay. It's it's headphones right. with that high pitch sound. <laughs> so, uh, so this is the part of the show where uh, you can plug your social media and where people can find you, where people can, you know, see sure. what, see what you're going on, see what's going on with you. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh-huh. I'm Sarah White. <laughs> Good luck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you have a Twitter or anything? I, I have a Twitter, but I never use it. Sarah White fifty two. Okay. And um, I I'm trying to use Twitter more. I'm trying to get into it because mm-hmm. um, I know it's a really good way to put funny stuff out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm it's great on, for gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gifts. I like to follow celebrities and see what they're up to mm-hmm. and pretend like we're friends. <laughs> um. And I like to follow uh, celebrity guys that I think are attractive. That's that's a good thing to Buster do. Buster Posey is my main squeeze from the San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants, yes. Um, yeah, and I'm on um, Instagram. I'm a pip. It's I-M-A-P-I-P. That's a great name. That's a great thank name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, on Snapchat, too. I'm a pip, too, there. So, um, yeah. Follow me on all of the social media. Cool. I put out um, – it's a lot of pictures of my cats. It's and fun. Um, pictures of Frank when he's not looking at me. Todd. <laughs> when he least Todd. expects it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he least expects it. Um, when Todd least Todd. expects it. I'll just take that clip of me saying Todd and just... And just over, put it over, over every time it. I said Frank. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so, that's so much fun. I wish you would do that. And then, um, yeah. So, yeah. It's just... it's. I just like to put a lot of joy out there. My Facebook's pretty positive. You guys can yeah. probably attest to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like to put a lot of positive things out in the world. I don't really get too negative or yeah. I, don't, I don't weigh in on a lot of really... Uh, Hard-pressing issues. No, 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 no. Like today, it was a um, it was a text, and it was like those, you know, when they take like the little snippets of text, uh-huh. and it says, good morning, beautiful, wake up. And then the next text was, good morning, don't tell me what to do. And I was like, all right, who hacked my phone? <laughs> because that's me to a T. Like, Todd will just text me and be like, hey, beautiful, why don't you do this today? And I'll be like, fine. Don't tell don't me, tell what, me to what to do. do. <laughs> He's so good to me. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm Todd is such a good guy. He is a good guy. He is a good He's guy. He's a good guy. Better than Frank. Frank is an asshole. Who's Frank? Frank would be, man. Oh. <laughs> Frank, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But Todd, if you're listening, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> Todd. I don't know any Todds. I don't I, I think I, I didn't know any Franks until I met Frank. <laughs> so. People are going to be so confused. Is it Todd? Is it Frank? I don't know. Is she That's the mystery. Wife? I don't know. I have brother husbands. <laughs> I don't have any husbands. Let's put that out there. Good to know. be like, oh god. Good to know. What just happened? <laughs> Lynn, how about yourself? What's your what's your social media? Uh, my social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Ann Lynn A Y N N E L N N. Whenever I do anything on the internet, that's where it goes. 
So, yeah. Uh, Nostalgia Cops will be out by now. Yes. Go listen to that. Yeah. We'll have already had episode two of Nostalgia Cops. Heck yeah. Which was Code Lyoko, right? Code Lyoko. And then the first one was Dexter's Lab. Yes. So, go listen to that because we just watched old children's shows and think about our childhood a lot. Yeah. That's our other podcast we do. Fun. Yeah, yeah. We're like podcast extraordinaires. Listen, when you guys do Doug. That's on the list. At some point, we will do it. I'm in for Doug. We will invite I had a we, turtle named Porkchop because oh of Doug. We, we will invite you over to watch episodes yes. of Doug with us and then talk about it. Absolutely. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, sure, God. Yeah, it's on yes, the list. Yes, that's on that's the list. On the list? Yes, mm-hmm. we got a lot of old Nicktoons. Got like 130 here. things on the list. So. Yeah. Yikes. So. Yeah. What was the other one? Oh, The Amanda Show. The Amanda oh, Show, yeah. Oh, that on the list? All that's on the list. Mm-hmm. Yep, those are on the list, yeah. All that was like the SNL for kids. Yes, yes that's what I Very said. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll definitely have you on that if Doug comes up. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm 30. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm the perfect age for this. I'm turning 25. I'm close enough. Oh, I'm out. All right. <laughs> kind of ruined Bye. that there. <laughs> turning 30 in June. I'm fine with it. I don't know what's your problem. <laughs> I'm not having existential breakdown. You are. I find myself. <laughs> oh, do you guys want that really quick? What's that? Because I'm, I'm sure you're going to like, break it down. Do you want that story about my high five? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Let's hear it. So I was working in a hospital, and I got lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I found the office that I was supposed to go to. This is when I was an orthotic fitter. Uh-huh. And I'd go to the orthotic office. And I couldn't find it. It was St. Luke's Bethlehem. Uh-huh. It's a big hospital because they added on to it. So it's like the old part and the new part. Oh, yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, that's the new old part. That's the new part. Like, it's like really hard to get through. It's all a hospital. It's all a hospital. I don't understand. <laughs> and um, I found the office I was supposed to go to. And I uh-huh. walk in and I go, is this the orthopedic office? And the woman's like, yes, this is the orthopedic office. And I went, yes. And I stood there and <laughs> high-fived myself <laughs> in the air. And I was like, how do I get back there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm your orthotic fitter. And she was like, who is this ridiculous person? The woman at the desk person? was like, I don't know if I should tell you. Yeah, now. she was like, are you sure you didn't escape from the psych ward? Like, oh, man. There are people with a butterfly net coming for you. <laughs> and I was like, I'm here to work. Oh, I had like man. a backpack and scrubs. And like, that's how I went through the hospitals. So I was just wearing scrub pants, like an athletic jacket. My hair was like up in a messy bun with like like this like uh-huh. with like a, like a headband and a messy bun. Yeah. And then I had a backpack with like my computer and all of my scripts and stuff that I needed. Uh-huh. And I would just like run through the hospital like that, like <laughs> the weirdest superhero ever. Like, and then I would get to a place and high five myself. Oh man. But yeah, that's how. That's how I introduced that's a great the story. World to the high five. That's a great story. That's great. <laughs> Sometimes you just need encouragement on your own. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you want some more encouragement on social media, you can find me on Twitter at E underscore Williamson 93. Usually there I'm posting GIFs of funny stuff or weird stuff. So those are always fun. Gifts are, why did you tap me on the hand? Like, I don't know. Like I did something. Good for you, buddy. No, good, good like you. it was like a like a good job. Yeah, good job. look yeah. at you. That's a good job. Look at you promoting. Great your, job. Great job. Promoting your. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> they both looked at me and like, to touch my hand. Like, no, don't. No. <laughs> I don't need that from you. I can high five myself. Fine. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and as for the show, uh, you can find the show on Sound—not SoundCloud anymore. You can find the show on iTunes, on Google Play, 
on Stitcher Radio, on uh, Pinecast. Mm, yes. And, and on your sister's iPhone. Uh, yeah. No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That you is know, true. I you mean, know, you know, you can. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, I listen to this great podcast. They're like, oh, yeah, let me listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. how that happens. You're right. And uh, it's also on YouTube, YouTube as well. YouTube, yeah. YouTube. That was the one service I couldn't think of. Um, also, if you want to give us some suggestions or tell us how we're doing, we have an email address. It is readbetweencast at gmail.com. So if you have any feedback, any comments, any ideas you have for future episodes. Puns. Puns. Send puns. Yes, please. Send them with the subject. I'm going to do it. Uh, fantastic puns for cats. And just, and we'll we'll compile them and read them in another episode. Heck yeah. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. And uh, as for social media for the show, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you just search Read Between Podcasts. On Twitter, it's Read Between Casts. On Instagram, it's Read Between Casts. And Facebook.com slash Read Between Casts. You can find us there. So I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Yeah. Another long one, but another fun one. So thank you again to Sarah White for joining us today. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, no problem. It's been so much fun. Super fun. Yes. And, uh, and thanks again for listening. Uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.